Hi, this is Pedro from Financial Rumbles, and in this first analysis video, we're going to be taking a look at Information Services Corporation, ISC for short. Before we begin, let me very briefly explain my investment philosophy to see if, if it's worth for you to watch the video. I don't care so much for total returns, although I care about that, of course, as uh, dividends. I like stable, growing dividends and if possible, not much volatility in the price, although I care less about that. And so that's why I focus on profitability, revenue and earnings growth, dividend safety, and dividend growth, of course. So that's what I'm mostly going to be talking about in the video. So let's take a look at each of those things. First things first, what's, what is ISC? What do they do? It's a company that was a, a crown corporation and it had its IPO and went public in 2013, but it's still partly owned by the province of Saskatchewan, which is where it comes from. It was originally uh, basically a department that handled uh, registry, land and property registry for Saskatchewan. And the province still owns about 30 or 40% of the company. And in fact, three or four of the board members are appointed by the province. This might be seen as a a minus for the company, I actually see it as a plus. This gives both a certain stability and prudence to management, and also it gives a link to the government, which gives stability, because they still do quite a lot of business with the province of Saskatchewan. They've expanded since then, of course. They now work with uh, Ontario, they work in Ireland through a subsidiary, they work for some uh, state governments in the U.S., but they still have a sizable business with the province of Saskatchewan, and I think a link to the government means that that revenue is very sticky, and that's a good thing, in my opinion. Anyway, it's a very small company, about $371 million in market cap. And like I said, it, even though it's expanded since the IPO, it still focuses mostly on land registry. Uh, it's diversifying its revenue now, but it's still, even though it's diversifying, it still focuses on public records of corporations, of people, of property in different countries, and uh, also for provincial and state governments. The company classifies its revenue in three segments, which are registry, services, and technology, though technology is still very small. Originally, it was all registry, which was just purely record-keeping. Then they've tried to diversify, not just geographically, but also in what they offer. It's not pure diversification because both services and technology are linked to the registry. Like services are added things that they provide to uh, governments and corporations that, that use them, like search, digitization. So it's not real diversification, but it is very profitable stuff for, for the company. Like we'll see, they have pretty good margins and, and they've mostly managed to grow their revenue through both geographical expansion and service expansion, so that to the same customer they provide more stuff over time. How profitable is ISC? Quite. It's not crazy. They don't have margins that are like 70%, like some SaaS companies, but it's a pretty good margin of 33% and a very good return on equity of 28%, both without doing anything crazy like we'll see, without going into a lot of debt, and both fairly stable, which is something I really like in companies so they can sustain predictable cash flows, and ISC definitely does. As far as earnings growth goes and revenue growth, it's not a crazy company once again, but it's a steady grower in both revenue and earnings. They used to grow more slowly. In the last couple of years, they've grown a bit faster because of some acquisitions. 
which is not a very reliable way to grow a company, but I do trust management. I think the acquisitions they've done are, they fit very well with their style. They're complementary to what they do already in industries and places where they, that they know fairly well and they weren't too expensive. It does mean they got a little bit of debt when they didn't use to carry any, but I don't think it's very much. And I think if they're, it definitely has improved the company and diversified it. So I'm, I'm pretty happy about it. And I'm pretty happy with the steady growth of, of revenue and earnings. As far as the balance sheet goes, I think it's very good. It was even better, like I said, but they, they had to get a little bit of debt for the couple of acquisitions they did lately. But I'm sure they'll be able to pay it off pretty soon because they produce quite a lot of cash flow and the debt is not very big. Of the enterprise value of the company, 85% is equity. So they don't have very much debt at all. And like I said, the, not only is the interest covered without a problem, but they can pay it off in no time if they, if they choose to really devote the, the cash flow to do that. It's possible they would increase it if they see opportunities for other acquisitions, but I think they're very, they have historically been very prudent with it. So I'm very happy about the, the financial health of the company as well. Here you can see the free cash flow generation and how much of that is uh, given out as dividends to shareholders. Um, the dividend is very safe. The company usually is very prudent in increasing the dividend for quite a while. While growth was not very fast, they kept it steady at 80 cents per year. And recently they increased it by 3 cents uh, per, per quarter, from 20 cents a quarter to 23 cents a quarter. But the growth in the dividend is never as big as the growth in the free cash flow. So I'm very, very happy with the... With the management once again, I'd rather have steady and safe growth of the dividend than just crazy stuff that they need to decrease later on. And so I'm, I'm happy that they keep it well covered. So if it's such a great company, how expensive is it? Well, not very much, at least in my opinion. It depends on when you see this, but when I record it, the price to earnings is around 12, which is lower than the normal price to earnings for the company because things have gone down and ISC has with the market, even though not as much as the market, because it doesn't follow the market very much being so small, which is a plus in my opinion. The dividend yield is 4.3%, uh, which is for a reliable and steadily growing, even if not very fast growing dividend, excellent. And the price to free cash flow, which is also very important for dividend investing, in my opinion, is 8.6, which is also excellent. So my opinion, this is a clear buy right now.